Grab your popcorn and snacks. Find a comfy spot, take a seat or lie down, and let me transport you to a place of fantasy, ghost stories, ancient legends, odd creatures, alien encounters, and other magical topics. You may even decide to join the conversation. From faraway lands to your own backyard, with a small dash of pixie dust, turn out the lights and open your minds. The journey is about to begin. Happy Friday, everybody. First weekend in December, getting a little closer to Closer to when Santa's going to come flying down, right? Welcome, welcome, welcome. My name is Charlotte. I'm going to be your host for the next hour. I'm also the owner of the California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of not-so-sunny Sacramento. We're going to be getting rain all weekend. Uh, we just had some rain a couple days ago and stopped yesterday, but, it, you know, I stopped last night and came back today. And I mean, <laughs> I'm a little confused. It, it stopped last night. It's coming back tomorrow on Sunday, and then it's going to be full sunny like California is supposed to be. But what that means is my Christmas lights are behind schedule because I'm not going to go out there and be putting up electricals when it's wet. No, 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 no. However, welcome tonight. Nancy Matz is with us. It's Casual Friday. And it's always it's always a fun show when Nancy's here. We're going to be talking about ghosts. What happens when you have a ghost in your house and you're, you're well aware of it and you ask the ghost to leave? What do you do then? Well, Nancy and I are going to be talking about this tonight. Also, I'm all, I am the owner of the California Haunts. I didn't forget. The California Haunts Paranormal Investigation Team based out of lovely Sacramento, California. We are 45 strong up and down the state, which means we can get to you no matter where, where you're at. It may take us a little bit. We can get to you, right? And we also have we also have affiliates in Oregon, Washington, and Hawaii. So those states too. All you got to do is shoot me, shoot me an email, shoot me a PM. How do you do that? Easy peasy. We're all over Facebook under California Haunts. I have a personal account under my name. And you can also reach us at YouTube, right? Because we got a YouTube account. So check us out at YouTube under you, youtube.com forward slash at California Haunts Radio. How about Twitter? Twitter is Cal Haunts. And of course, TikTok is California Haunts. That's all lowercase. Now, if you prefer to be on Instagram, I'm over there too. It's under Ghosty Gal, and that's all lowercase. So that's the way to, that's the way to find us. It's the way to find us. And also, if you like what you hear today and you want to hear more and you want to be alerted to these videos and you're watching from Facebook, be sure to hit that like button and that follow button. We're always looking for followers. Also, do the same thing at YouTube. There's a little ghost in the bottom right-hand corner. And if you click on the ghost, the little red thing pops up, say subscribe. Subscribe to our videos. And please hit the like button as well over there. Because that'll open up everything to where when these things are posted, not only will they be posted on Facebook, they're going to be posted over at YouTube. So when they get posted and they're on YouTube, you'll get a notification to let you know as they're posted. Plus, there's over four, even though it says there's only like 411 videos, lie. There's 450 videos over there. And since I'm a journalist and I don't like to focus just on one type of topic, you'll get all kinds of stuff. For instance, I'm going to, I'm going to kind of give you guys a little heads up. Tuesday evening, I'm going to be talking about Alzheimer's with a doctor. We're going to find out. You know how how we're Alzheimer's works and stuff. So we're gonna go over all Alzheimer's. So we're gonna go over all that, right? So I like to change it up. So if you go over to the YouTube site, there's probably something that you like. There's a little bit for everybody over there. Okay. Anyway, again, Nancy and I, Nancy's gonna come on here. Uh, we have something important to talk about too when we get on. Once we once she gets on the air, but uh, it should be an interesting night. And I I know a little bit about this subject too. You know, for ghost hunting all these years. So let's bring. Hang on, let me get my screen going here. Say. So and feel free to ask questions in the chat room because tonight is a night I don't have to fumble with uh, 
um, other buttons to show graphics and all that. So we can just let it fly. All right, here we go. Hi. Good evening. Well, I came in here and I didn't have my bright lights on. And then I couldn't figure out where it was plugged in. <laughs> and now I'm not on at all. Here we go. This is going to be a good night. That's pretty fun. My, I tell you, I, 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 I I'm okay until the last minute. <laughs> and then, then I'm kind of like, oh, please. And I look like, I, anyway. You know, I told you I've been having trouble with Corel. There's some kind of update. Again, yeah, Windows, yeah, 10, yeah, yeah. Windows 10 did a lovely update. So it takes my Corel. I have Adobe Premiere to do video with. Corel is, yeah. if you want to do something really quick and dirty to get stuff done, Corel's where I go. <laughs> and Corel takes forever to open up. And then once it does, like yesterday now, I don't know if it was, you know, people playing around with yeah, me or what yeah, was going yeah. on. But every time I would go in to get the particular photo that I need or the particular video for the intro yesterday, Corel would crash. You know, um, so by the way, the, there's big games on uh, TV every night. Now my husband's watching all the sports stations. <laughs> so I think there's a lot of TV lines. Friday night is a big sports night. I think he's this watching. This will be a big test to see how stable live, the internet is. Yeah, live, um, I call it Kung Fu boxing and then all of it kind of, from Manila. Yeah, I mean, there's oh, yeah. a lot going on. Yeah, oh, it's yeah. very exciting so, to watch them from. You know but, what my uh, mother it, liked? My, my mother loved bull riding. When the bull riders were on, she was, Why not? She, she was just go for the whole bull riding thing. Not in baseball. She loved football. I Unfortunately, have... I wasn't a football fan, so I kind of feel yeah. bad about that because my mother loved football. And I, I was just like, oh, no, 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 no. You know, I so have... it was baseball and bull riding. I remember it was decades after my son was out of high college, high school, college, that uh, I finally learned more about football. But I used to tell people he was the one that caught the ball and he was the one that he won the ran with the ball, and he's won the chase after the guy with the ball. There you go. There you go. <laughs> he used to run yeah. the 880s and, uh, you know, speed rates, you know, yeah. racing yeah, yeah. races. And, and so uh, he was not a small guy, but he was fast, real fast. So he was That's perfect. Awesome. Five, nine, See, like nine. I said, my mom was a baseball person because I got her into it. And yeah, she yeah. was a bull riding person, and she liked the, she liked um, winter Olympic sports. So we would um, be a full night. What? Because she was a night owl towards the end, you know, because a lot of people, people with dementia are like that. So we would be up all night watching, you know, like skiing. and That's and where you got that. That's yeah. why you're up all night. And hey, snowboarding. kids don't and all that, go yeah. bed at four. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I hate that horrible um, light that, that comes up around 630. Bad light, bad. Bad, bad light. Uh, bad light. I would say it was um, early, well, somewhere in the 70s that my husband and I went to um, uh, soccer. Uh, Sorry, yeah, ice skating game. What's that called? Um, hockey, ice hockey. Oh yeah, ice hockey. My mom loved that too. I love that, and it's because the action. You're, you're, you have to keep an eye on the ball, but there's all this action. I'm, yeah. Basketball. I'm interested in basketball too because there's a lot of action. Yeah, I love, I love golf. <laughs> once a guy, once the next one coming up. <laughs> no, I and baseball. Now I need to sound effect golf. I can't make cricket sound. And it's not any disrespect because I golf, you know, getting back into it. And uh, I really, I really love it. It's really fun. Yeah. And that okay. was one of the things that, anyway, make your yes. speech, hon. Your turn. Go All ahead. Right. Here's what's going on, you guys. Yesterday, there was a little bit of an issue. And uh, 
I wasn't happy with it. And here's the thing. There's that, there's, there's, I'm going to tell you, there's there's 1,800 of you guys. Well, not you guys, but there's 1,800 people that download the show a month. There's you guys that are on the show every night or come, you know, as you can to see the show, you know, the audience on YouTube. If you don't like a guest in particular, contact the guest. Talk to the guest about it. Okay? We don't know you don't like it. <laughs> yeah, we don't know you don't like it. Okay. And, and the problem with all this is, is I'm not doing a poor me or anything like this. But if you, if you, if you decide that you don't like a, per, a guest and then you turn it in for spam or something else on Facebook, that's a strike against me. You guys don't want my show to go away, do you? Okay, didn't think so. Well, let's hope the one so, that did this to you likes yeah. all the other shows. Or I suspect the person that didn't care for this show yeah. only Googled that fella. Yeah, it has nothing yeah. against you. Doesn't yeah. even yeah. be you, possibly. What I'm just possibly. saying is that if you have a problem with one of my guests on the show, remember, we're here for entertainment. That's what we do. So we're here for entertainment. If you have a problem with one of my guests on the show, contact them. Okay? Yeah. It's entertainment. It's like Fox News, folks. Even though, well, we're, no, we're not going to Fox News? Are we Fox News? I didn't know we're that. But I'm just saying it's entertainment. You know, that's what we're here to do is entertain. Maybe you'll learn something like tonight, right? I'm not trying to condescend anybody or anything, but that we'll was that, that was cool. them. Yes, that was no, uncool no. yesterday. You know, so. Um, and it's unfortunate right. because I don't know if you can, these people that are trolls, when I was yeah, on one cool. show, I don't even know if it was yours or somebody else's, and the person came on, I said, I would think it was yours, and you blocked him. And I went, yeah. you know, See I haven't you. hurt anybody. You know, yeah. I have a heart of gold. I try so hard. I don't so do that stuff I, to people. I don't do it either. That's why, that's why there's an unfollow button and an unfriend button and a block button on Facebook. You know, on these yeah, shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, yeah. anyway, happier note. We're here. We're going to be talking yeah, and I'm, tonight. And I've got oh, my we're gonna fun tonight, but I'm going to. Oh yeah, yeah, my yeah, sister yeah. Bought me oh, a I don't. Aloha I got. I, now I have four. I have Christmas yeah. shirts. I have to find them. <laughs> now I have four Aloha shirts. I've got this one, the purple one. I've got. Um, I should have four, right? Yeah, I got my original. Uh, what was it? Boxer shirt that I got in Hawaii, and then oh, I have cute. one that Monica got me uh, last year. So I got like four, four of these shirts. I'm loving these, man. Definitely. Um, I want to say hello to the people in the room, uh, Marissa and Sarah. Hello. There's no way for me to type anything in. I'm sorry. I was going to say something while you were talking. And um, I just, it's kind of nice to have people say hello to you. It's kind of fun. I didn't, I could do yeah, this. It's really I had it on private chat. I just figured out comments <laughs> from the room. Gotta love Fridays, right? I, gotta love I don't know if this is, is this fa Facebook or YouTube that people are writing? We are on, but they can do both. So Facebook and okay, YouTube. Okay, we don't know who, where they're from. I can okay. tell which because the Facebook people have a little F next to them. There's oh, Marissa is on Facebook. Okay, so yeah. is Sarah. So Sarah. All right. Yeah. And um, the YouTube so, ones usually have a little logo thing on them too. Um, so these topics I'm sharing, talking about ghosts, and all things are parts of all my books. And Ghosts is uh, many, many things I do that I've enjoyed because I deal with ghosts all the time, dead people, spirits, what, you know, it's on and on near death experiences and death and dying and grieving. Um, not that is on this side. On the other side, of course, it's, it's my boy going to call me and the drama with my family, those other situations. But tonight I, I kind of took a different direction, typing up my notes. And the reason I'm bringing it up is we can talk about situations. 
but maybe we ought to talk about a lot of stuff that I can throw your way. Meaning, if I can get you to think who you are and what this is, I'm going to throw some words to you. And then we'll talk about them, and hopefully you'll understand the direction I'm coming from. And I've said this over and over. What if a stranger came into your house and went, a book, a book, a book, what would you do? Get a baseball bat, call the 911, or you open the door and kick that sucker out? Feed him my what hungry dog. And... Yeah, no. <laughs> Calling all killer. vets in the audience. Right. Um, what if the man came in the house and he's broken? And he says, I need help. I just hit, hit a deer and my wife's in the car. Can you help me? I've been injured. Can you patch me before you got there? Because I was the man. I Would you patch him up, call 911? Do all the rescue you can. What if a child walked in the room and out of where where does this child come from? And this says, you know, I just love the family. I'm next door. Can I meet your kids? Can I be part of your world? Different way of looking at it. If you can trust, not the right word. If you can accept the idea that we do survive and mm -hmm. the joke's on us, why don't we know? Well, that's what people like me are doing. Uh, and maybe some of you haven't heard the show, but Go back and find the show where I'm talking to the people, audience of the spirit people next to them. And I'm not positive it's that same one where I said to the audience, there's someone here um, who, someone in the room or will listen to it. And I didn't get a note, someone else had listened to it, of a youth in the family, possibly a girl, who had body damage when she died. And that spirit is here to talk to you. Amazing. There's no way I can make this stuff up. It's not, wow, can I do this? It's, wow, I'm getting this. It's like, these stories are amazing. And I was born this way, just what it is. And I tell people, I'm either going to see somebody or not. No big deal. It's like, I'm a comer, I was an artist, so I could draw. People used to say, oh my gosh, I wish I could draw. And I said, well, practice every day, right? And it's like, practice every day and you can do what I'm doing. Do you want to, though? What's the responsibility for it? When you see spirit people and ghost people, what are you going to say with the information? Who you, who are you going to talk to? Well, it gets to a tipping point when you go, oh my gosh, how come people don't know what's going on? These are people, spirit people everywhere. Kind of crazy. Are we inundated everywhere with spirit people? No, not really. But there are, <laughs> I mentioned last time, <laughs> there are places, there's lots of people like the pubs, the bars, um, restaurants, pizza places, <laughs> movie theaters. Yes, there are lots of people. And it's it's really amazing. Those are people who are enjoying the movies just like we would in the flesh. They are people. I got a story for <laughs> so you. as we're talking, huh? I got a story for you real quick. That reminded me okay. of something. We were on our way to an investigation. I think it was uh, in uh, McCollumy Hill. Uh, okay. we, went, we, we went a longer route from Highway 99, I think. Anyway, it's not the cemetery we go to to practice. We went by this whole cemetery. And... Okay. I have a psychic. One of the psychics for the team was sitting in the back seat of the car. This is what this is. A, this is a nerving crap that psychics do. This falls under the category of scary psychics. And <laughs> we go past the cemetery, and I'm driving along, and then I see I see her nodding, and there's no one in the seat next to her. <laughs> I do that. And then I hear her go, "Yes, and you came along for the ride." What is that in the back seat of my car? Right. So apparently, this gentleman liked to hang out. On the, out, on the outside of the cemetery because he liked to ride with families to wherever they were going. Uh, so he went to the investigation 
and he rode back with us. And when we got I to the cemetery, that. he got out of the car. I it's am. It's really unnerving when you're sitting there, you're driving, music's on, you're, you're just cruising, you know, and you hear somebody go, yes, what year did you die? <laughs> well, you never told me I'm Mookie, but I've done things like that, too. I've already told the story, but I'll mention again. My husband and I were headed out driving somewhere, and there was a man sitting in the back seat behind him. And I looked at him, I went, oh, we got a man sitting behind you, Larry. And he goes, really? <laughs> and I, I physically described him. And within a few weeks prior to this drive, my husband drove to Texas to visit with a cousin that was dying. And he says, I perfectly described him as he looked um, with the clothing he normally would wear. And they just love going places with us. Now, that's a spirit. Mm -hmm. We're talking people that could be in your house that are spirits, but we're kind mm -hmm. of addressing situations that make us unnerved. And how about in the sixth sense when this little oh, boy yeah. goes into the tent and this little girl talks to him for the first time or the boy with the head shot off in the back? These are ghosts. Yeah. It's just like, how do you accept that? Well, mm -hmm. probably never. You'll Most people will never see it to that extent. I actually do see wounds and um, or how people die or they'll sometimes make me feel how they felt and a lot of times there's drugs but they'll say <clears throat> although she made the chest and you know we die of so many things septus condition how do you how do you identify that um, mm -hmm. I have a girlfriend whose husband died of septus and it was gone, like he was gone in three days after they finally took him to the hospital that's hard for me to figure out oh what did he die from let me think here. Blood disease. I mean, <laughs> I can get the big stuff. But right. um, clearly, the times I've seen body damage, like I told this girl in the audience, you have to for, you have to get over how she looked. Look at her as she was. Because she, mm -hmm. every time you call her to you, and for anybody in the audience listening who has a deceased friend or family member and they were damaged, you've got to create the day before. Saw mm -hmm. them healthy so they can present themselves for everybody to see healthy because I seem damaged until you change it. Um, kind of, kind of woobie woobie there. Everybody be careful. Long to this, nice huh? topic. Long to nice topic. Huh? I was taught through these other ghost hunting teams that I used to be out with. I was taught that if you bring something home with you that doesn't belong, they'll stay two or three days and take off, but that's not always the case. And mm -hmm. sometimes they're just, they're lonely, you know, they just want to hang out with somebody human. Problem is you don't want them in your house. So what do you do? And I was told that my, my, my neighbors, thank God, were I don't have the same neighbors now. But thank God they, they knew what I did for fun because I was told to open all the windows up in my house and, and kick mm. them out. Or Oh, you you don't try, have to open the windows. You just tell them they're not invited. Well, yeah, but I, I, if I figured opening the windows you would can't help. Stay. So I did that. And then or um, I've, I've had to actually go drive, drive a ghost back up to where it got in the car and then kick it out. I've had done that bit, too. Um. You have a couple things. I won't address that, but I have pages up. <laughs> Go for it. I want to. I know. I, I know. I'm the, the thing is, is thing. that okay? So there's two things here. You don't know if it's um, actually a ghost because the ghost wouldn't right. be able to think through. I want to go with them. So the idea is, normally you don't know that you got somebody in your house or what's mm -hmm. happening, and only through them, they're demonstrating. Oh, that didn't happen yesterday, or. I was listening to a, a gal on YouTube, and she says, my keys kept being moved around. Well, then you stand in the center of the room and go, who's with me? Scare them off. They are people. You treat them like people. 
if there are mischievous spirits or not nice spirits, you get angry with them. Oh, you don't mm -hmm. belong in my house. You get away, honey, because I won't allow it. If I think you're here, I'm going to get shouting. And because of vibration, the electricity, they're, they're blah, 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 like this. You hit them with a blast of, I am on the, they go, oh, shit. <laughs> they, excuse me, family, family radio, everybody. <laughs> they will leave. And I've actually done that. I've actually, in ghost investigations, I don't think it was Shars Group, I think it was back east. They were doing an investigation. I was working through a man on the phone. And then he had three men go through a house, and this guy had this big thing on him. And I went, huh? And I said, would you ask someone how he's feeling? Oh, blah, blah, blah. And I went, I'll fix this. So people like me, <laughs> I do clients, I put my mind to something, but I can also put it in my hand. And I put my hand here, like here, and I envisioned me here. And I, time and distance, 3,000 miles, East Coast, West Coast, and those time, no distance, we go through dimensional spaces, that we, wormholes, I went, boo, right against him. And I don't remember if he moved, but after I went, oh, good, he's gone. I mean, um, that's better. So I said something very calming, and so the guy got it, oh, and so he asked the guy, how are you feeling? He says, wow, I feel better. Something just hit my chest, and that something went right through me. <laughs> I go, yeah. Everybody went, ooh. <laughs> <laughs> so it's it's something we can practice to do i've done things i'm not going to tell people because it gets kind of wooey wooey and they go what is she you know am i real am i uh, you know am i real mm -hmm. well you do this for 32 years at the time you and i were doing it with this group i was 22 years in so <clears throat> anyway i want to address some things remember this is a person that came into your house big definition between spirit and ghost but there's variations a ghost could be stuck. Absolutely. Um, I saw the movie I made reference to one time. The movie I want people to go and watch uh, is called A Ghost Story. And uh, it's about a man who dies and goes back into the house and the wife then leaves and he stays in the house until the house is no longer, but it goes a little further. It's kind of interesting because of the perspective of the ghost. Like, time loop is involved so i'm just going to tell you that is a true ghost it can't leave it won't leave until it wakes up and that's what i see now there are variations um of a ghost that's in turmoil i don't want to leave i can't go um i'm afraid um can be a semi-conscious they're not fully awake but they're at a place where they're trying to find answers and mm -hmm. we've seen that too and that could be as in the sixth sense, there was a little girl that was poisoned. Don't kill the story, Nancy. And she could not move on. So she was a semi-ghost because she still had the wounds of her death. If you have wounds of your death, then you're stuck. Because anybody that's passed over is clean. Unless someone remembers them that way. But they are aware of that. So there's a difference. And I've had that happen several times. More times than I like. Uh, mm -hmm. Please tell them to think of me as whole. I haven't got my notes yet. <laughs> so I want to back up. Remember, there's different variations of ghost, but spirit people pass and they're enlightened and family, um, it goes through some sort of recovery, day, hour, week, month, can be in length of time, and they feel good again. They're coming kind of visit. Yay, yay, yay. Okay, ghost variations. We could be absolutely stuck like in the movie called A Ghost Story. 
we could be like Patrick Swayze, who's not a ghost, but he's still stuck because he's trying to find something out. He has a crossed mm -hmm. over. And we can go to the extreme where this ghost is a poltergeist and he's angry at the world and he's just not going to. Spirit people don't do that. Ghosts do. Ghost is implying there's unfinished business. I'm unhappy. I don't want to pass over. Help me, help me. Lost soul, been there, done that one. I've told you about those already. And so there's variations of ghosts. So this conscious, semi-conscious ghost in a canoe, one was two boys I talked to you about, and they were in the deep south Louisiana, and they're alligator tra trappers. The other fellow was also, and like I said, I live in California when this happened. I don't know if one brought the other. I was actually driving to San Francisco in my car in a canoe, what I would call a fancy swanky of the time, probably the 1700s, 1800s. Uh, Louisiana, this fellow was paddling around. <laughs> Where am I? I go, you're in my car. <laughs> what the car? <laughs> I go, please. And I, I, the sense I got was he went over a rock or he tipped over and uh, he got lost. And uh, the only way out of that is to tell them how long you've been there. Well, to my notes. So I want you to kind of think first. We're not going to go right into the gritty, itty stuff. You have to think about who you are, your upbringing, uh, cultural influences. What culture are you from? Are you Hispanic? Are you Japanese? Some cultures have embraced spirits. They worship them. They bury them. They dig them up. They put clothes on them. You know, how are you? Some cultures and old Greeks, they cremate everybody. And some people bury them all. What are your in upbringing, cultural influences? We have to address that. There's some that um, the ancients are, the ancestors are and they make them the reverend i mean they're worship they have shrines in the house for everybody how many generations of people can you have in the house at one time i don't know but how many cultures you see on tv and they have a shrine here a shrine there a shrine like a whole room <laughs> and they honor them they go in there and talk to them that's a healthy upbringing believe it or not and i tell my clients who are grieving and i have to calm them down and whether they've gone through grief counseling or not a lot of times they are not told to grieve in one part of the house versus all of it. Because if you get killed before you're recovered, guess who becomes, Mom, I'm grieving. I never got over it. Oh, got to watch your influences there, right? So I'm talking about cultural influences and religious uh, beliefs. Uh, and that kind of goes with the same thing. Um, there's many cultures that have, um, I have a, a client who's Jewish. a lot of and it's kind of like um, um, ceremonies to help the family get over. They have a house thing, and they have a you know, synagogue, and then they have a patio thing. They have several ways to recover. Because we're all alive, and it's kind of like honoring that person. Just thought of another story. So there are different ways that this is done. You know, in some cultures, they're buried for 24 hours. Up. How's that family feel about Is that a way of releasing that? grief. Um, so then I want to talk about your filters. Because of culture, because of religion, because of family, dy family dynamics, is your family do you raise watching Scooby with all the preachers and cartoon man? Or were you, um, my first scary movie, I think I was 10, 11 years old, thinking from outer space. Outer space fiend here, mechanical. Uh, architecture like 
how did that creature get into our spaceship? <laughs> you know, space space stuff will scare me more than a ghost. <clears throat> because I, and have you ever seen the movie called Life? Ryan Williams, uh, Randall's was in it, and they pick up a character they bring back. Mm, let me think about that. You guys have to see Life. That was scary more than a ghost. For me, it did. So uh, this is old stuff to me to think, oh, a ghost in your house? Okay, I'm going to tell you how to get out of there. Uh, you're in a filter. Look at how you're raised and how your parents talk to you about ghosts. Did they scare you? Is there something under the bed they check every night? Did they tell you don't open the closet up or we're going to close the door so spooks can't get at you? We got to pull the drapes or somebody outside. How did they influence your behavior towards spirits? That's important. If you have that kind of lifestyle, maybe you need to be deprogrammed. You know, listen to me laugh about spirits and ghosts for an hour, right? And uh, there's a lot of movies that are very disturbing because of ghost and spirit. I can't, a ghost town, watch that one. It's about a, a dentist who goes and has a colonoscopy and they kill him. They've accidentally kill him for a few, six minutes. And he wakes up, comes back, and he sees spirits all over town. Some of them are ghosts. You know why? Because it's unfinished business. They can't go on. But they're not spooky, scary. Uh, the means of their death isn't shown all over their body. Um, Ghost Town. Watch that. It was good. It was good. And not not gory, gloomy, or it wasn't spooky stuff. Uh, some of them can be just that slasher movie stuff. Oh, I tell you, can't even think about it. I don't know what it's doing to our teenagers. What are they going to think about ghosts and spirits? All slashed up. I don't know. Um, so I'm talking about fear. What's your fear level? What was it based on? How were you raised? These are really important because you may have to think about and see some. I, there's so many books out there. Who has time to read a book? Uh, yeah, Kendall, right? Um, I'm reading three books right now in Kendall, right? So it's kind of hard. I want to read also. I got another book, uh, The Fringe Dweller. So I have books everywhere. <laughs> and how, but I can see a movie really easily. I can put it on. I can do emails. I can write my book. I can do something. So sometimes I make reference and I try to see as many movies just so I can make reference points. So watch some good, fun Lauren Hardy. Um, who was that? Um, Lauren Hardy was a heavy in The Thin Man, yes. That one. And I'm thinking about the other one. Um, who was the other one? A short, heavy guy. Abbott and Costello. Abbott and Costello. There were some spooky movies with ghosts in there. Make your laugh. It can't be all hard, right? So get over the fear. Learn that these are people. You are people. Let me take that meat jacket you're wearing and take it off you. Now you're not people. Now you're spirit without the meat. You're people without the meat. I hope I didn't hope I, that came over correctly. <laughs> okay, so this is one um, that can go to are you mentally okay statement, but don't take it that way. How many of you feel that there's possibility of multiple dimensions, parallel universes, and we have a holographic universe? So a disbelief in your own reality. What reality you're living in, honey, today? Char, how, what reality are you living in? Broken up CDs? <laughs> yeah. That's did I get cut off? Did I, did that it, statement? We, no, it makes sense. We can't, I, I can't keep anything nice. You know what I mean? That's my reality. So discipline in your own reality. 
And this is a topic I have actually made talks on, um, lectures on, staying vertical in a horizontal world. Are you solid with who you are? And there are people that have, unfortunately, we all have stress in our life. We all come to the, I call it the cliff, and you're standing over there like, oh, fudge, right? You want to jump off? Mm -hmm. <laughs> That's not the same thing that we all have. But because you know that you're in trouble, or am I losing my mind statement, that means you're not going to. Yet there's people that have trouble in their own reality. And they can create these things. They can, as one of the people that Shart had me investigate she was in and out of her reality and she was having a hard time with her life force and she was creating poltergeist in the house mm -hmm. so she was not in her own reality think about that if somebody came to your house you're standing firm on your feet and go what are you coming in my house for and you're in your own reality solid with who you are love who you are stay present live the moment you're in we have a hard time doing that you can take one breath at a time one one step at a time. Love this center that you're in right now, this moment. And a lot of people forget that. They're living tomorrow. We all do that. We want the future. We want to plan. I'm a planner. I'm a, a note taker, a planner. But I've learned that the only moment I have is right this second. The only thing of value in my whole life, besides these beautiful bifolds and my crazy cats and my husband, is the time I'm alive in this moment. So I'm a, I have a firm anchor to my own reality write that down and remember that are you in your own realm are you anchored to the ground very very important um i i keep it in pop-ups even though i closed down my um uh so i don't have my email email open but i get pop-ups all the time anybody know how to stop that i'd love it uh, <clears throat> so then i want to talk about addressing remember your reality I want you mm -hmm. to be real clear in your own mind what really frightens you. And then I want you to make amends with it. Remember I talked earlier how your parents might have spooked you without realizing it? Or were you afraid because your parents played into that? Oh, daddy, check the closet. We chuck under the bed. Well, after a while, you forget you asked. Now it's become a routine. And that embedded in your mind a problem. What is your fears? What is the actual fears? Because if us is in your house or a ghost is in your house will that trigger what actually scares you the most and I would go to a place of the unknown something that maybe happened to you as a child and you have a trigger up like that and you go oh I'm scared what if noises scared you how many people live in a house that's 40 50 years old or more hello that house is alive and creaky like an old man Mm -hmm. Is that going to scare you or is that a reality check because you know you're okay in that house? Discover what really frightens you. I'm not talking in car accident. My father got killed in a car accident. I get in the car. I live my life because it was a moment. It doesn't scare me. It does scare me. <laughs> but not like they were talking about here. I always feel like I'm driving the offensive, especially nowadays with people always in a hurry. But find out what really scares you inside. I'm not talking going out to dinner and getting chow mein and it's bad i'm talking about invisibility you're in your house you hear noises oh my god i'm scared i'm scared don't go there it's an old house or the neighbor makes noise closes the garage door 10 feet away from your window that you're watching tv make you share that you're aware 
of your personal environment and what really scares you. The hardest thing I tell my clients when they call, oh, I want a career, I want to start dating. I says, okay, I want you to do some homework. I don't want to do homework. I says, who are you? Do you know what you, who you are as a person? How do you know that the choice you are telling me for a career change is actually the one that will make your spirit sing? What will satisfy your soul? What kind of work do you really want to do? I want to make a lot of money. Well, then you're in that job maybe 10 minutes. How about finding something you really want to do? And that's hard for people to identify. Yes, we all have talents. Um, I was good at what I did, telephone company. <laughs> but after cancer, I got divorced, man, I left. I was good at my job. Yep, yep. Guess what I got into? Left that to do, become a professional psychic medium. Don't tell me there's fear in your life about change. There's not fear in my life because I have learned we can take one breath at a time. We take one step at a time. We have to be grounded where we are. And it's your choice to be happy or not. So find those things that scare you and identify them and be clear on who you are. Okay, I already addressed things move, keys missing. And there's such a thing as uh, transport, trans, God, I just lost the word. Um, a ghost can, char, something can materialize in the air. That's not usually a ghost. Pardon me? Transference. Uh, trans, there's a, tra a port, transport something. And I just wrote transport down, but I meant to look it up. Anyway, there's people Still in the world who can do something. Yeah, the things can yeah. materialize. And so it's spooky movies. And you've seen them where there's water coming from the ceilings, blood on the walls. Ah, that's the attics, everybody. And then when they are discovered, it's pipes. I worked with a contractor a little while. Guess what my job was. Nancy, tell me where the pipe is that should be fixed. What's leaking? What wall? That one. <laughs> how did I do that? Well, I don't know how I do that. But I did it for a couple of years. It was kind of fun. It was, um, let's see, when was that? It was uh, 98, 90, somewhere, somewhere around 2000. And um, it was uh, the white pipes that needed to be replaced in the homes. There was a contractor that I worked with. That was kind of fun for a while. Um, so anyway, getting to that, uh, most of the time, if something's moved, ghosts can do that, but they really don't have the interest. They don't have mm -hmm. the interest in doing something to get your attention. Spirit person, absolutely. We're talking ghosts here. Spirit person can be mischievous, but they are not stuck. We're talking someone in the house that you may have to think about doing something with. If we're going to talk about spirits in your home, just talk to them. Tell them to leave you alone or go somewhere else. Be in control. Ghosts, you're not in control. Um, okay, we just talked about that. Discover a ghost activity in your home, spirit, poltergeist activity, or is it a ghost? So remember I said earlier, a spirit person can be mischievous. A ghost is in a loop, stuck, living in their own time zone. Why? I wouldn't know why they would do that, but they do do that. Uh, the gentleman and his wife that live here, his ego was satisfied by being here. He was a military retiree. So he bought the senior complex I'm in. He bought the biggest house in the lot, which... I need for the office and he, I, I I was telling my husband who was the ex-military commander or something I was in the military I says difference this was somebody in charge walked around stood up straight kind of kind of walked like you know with hands on the hip kind of like I'm the boss of this place guess what he didn't want to give that up he's still here and my mm -hmm. husband just said the other day yesterday I think it was he says man that guy's got heavy feet <gasps> is that your dog yeah, he's scratching. 
you want to go visit, go see? Is there a no, problem? He's no, he's scratching. He sounds, he sounds like it's woo. So anyway, uh, ghost people, why would they give up something that satisfied their ego so much? You can't give it up. That is being stuck. That doesn't mean this is a bad man. Um, they do make noises in the house. Uh, this this ghost person is actually living in his era. He's recreated in his visual in his mind. And I talked of him because he <laughs> he's got heavy footprints. I can hear him. Larry just came in yesterday. I was in the front room and he says, "Were you sitting here for about the last 15, 20 minutes?" I go, "Haven't moved. You know, I'm doing my computer stuff." He says, "God, this guy's got heavy footprints. Well, he's over six foot tall, really big guy, and so he still is making heavy footprints because he's living in the house as it was in the '80s, mm -hmm. or 80, mid '80s to something. And so, do I want him gone? Not yet. I think he's okay. He's not really harming us. Larry's even actually moved, amused, and he said, I told this." it's so fresh it's like this is my a topic we because he's always you know he's talking to me he says god this guy's noisy and so uh one night he says um friday night remember the fights are on football's on you know kung fu is on i'm gonna give the guy a drink this is the night my husband has a drink and saturday night so he calls it the drink he says at the end of the couch i'm gonna put a drink over there. i says you're so nice do you think he's gonna notice I don't know. I don't know if he could see through the parallel universe phenomena. Huh. I mean, how does it work? Because they're clearly, and remember I was telling you at the audience that I had the wonderful opportunity to work at Tombstone, Arizona for a whole year. It was great. After a year, you've been into all the stores, all the restaurants. It's kind of like old news, you know. And uh, that's where I met Professor Gary Swartz. And he's the one on Coast to Coast, and he double-blind tested me. Holy tomatoes, you better be right, better be ready if you want to do something like that. Anyway, uh, and it was the first time I used the term, um, I walked through town and spirits have walked through each other and they look like they're dressed differently from 10 to 15 years. Tombstone was only exciting for a few years, but up to that point, it was a town before it burnt down and then it burnt down later, but there was a lot of years it was there. And so people showing up, 15 years versus when it left, they wore different outfits and different clothes, especially the women. I could see different layers. So there's different layers of time that I could tell. And it was kind of like an eye opener for me because I've never been to a situation where I saw so much of that, except for Seattle, Washington. Everybody, anybody knows when I went up there to entertain theater in the round, uh, that was really amazing. So I saw different layers right where I was sitting and I was able to describe the different eras below me and above me kind of kind of make your head twirl around a little bit okay so um this is a phenomenon that a lot of people talk about hearing your name in the middle of the night is it a spirit or is it a ghost no it's not a ghost ghosts don't know your name spirits do so if you get oh my god i heard my name i'm calling all my friends Ghost investigator, I heard my name was mama, it's daddy, it's grandma and grandpa. It's not a ghost to frighten you. It happens a lot, even me. I think my mother calls my name once in a while. Nancy, I go, what? <laughs> you want me, mom? I'm right here. <laughs> Get used to having the phenomena of recognition of hearing a parent, a friend. 
They're not there to frighten you. Yeah, yeah, they could, they could, you know, there's a fire in the house and wake you up. Thank goodness, right? And there's all kinds of guides out there that help us, whether we understand who they are or not. It's just the miracle that we can coexist with spirit people and ha reap the rewards of knowing them in this life and then their next. So um, if hearing your name in the middle of the night, all alone, no explanation, how to react. Thank you. I love you. No matter who it is, love you. Thank you. Uncle Wawa, who didn't like you, not to call your name out. He don't care. Relatives who love you do. Okay? So be okay with that. Um, mm -hmm. Security cameras picking up activity. Oh, heck yes. How many of you have seen the little aliens, right? Got right. on the camera the driveway. Look at this guy. He, he's wild, 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 wild. Well, we don't know if it's a disabled child getting out middle night. I mean, who knows, right? Uh, spirit activity can be picked up. Orbs all over the place. They're not ghosts, everybody. How many of you? Oh, I love England. The, the videos, uh, YouTube, uh, the pubs, the the bars, all those really old places. A lot of drinking going on all the years. People absolutely get stuck in those places. And they get disturbed because you clean up. Or you, and it's like they're stuck that they don't want you to disappoint. You know, in the middle of the night, they're still drinking, right? So what do you do when there's activity and you don't want that? Well, one thing to do, and I know people disagree with this, is constantly move things around. What you want to do is you want to wake them up because they get stuck and they get angry and they want to be left alone so they can still drink whatever it is the activity is. And I did casually say, yeah, restaurants and all kinds of activities. Sometimes the ones that are mischievous or get angry are the ones that are really stuck with an addiction issue. I don't even want to address people who've died of a drug overdose. I don't know. But I do know that um, I went to a, a shopping mall in Northern California. I won't say because it's not cool, right? And I, in a shopping, in a, a shopping mall, I will click on <laughs> just so I can see who's around. And and the cluster of people around candy stores, eateries, but the smoke stops, smoke shop. Oh my gosh, hovering, hovering, hovering. For those men, women, who smoked themselves to death and loved every puff. How many stories you've heard people dying in the hospital from lung cancer? Can I have one more cigarette? Please, you know where they're gonna go. They're gonna find a place so they can watch other people smoke how many of you i've never been a smoker and in my era everybody smoked i just wasn't interested um raising babies and an athlete just didn't want to just you know but it was very very common and i remember um watching people smoke um and the enjoyment that got out of it i just couldn't do that but if you can't smell and you can't taste, but you have a memory of what that puff, that first puff in the morning after sex or before bed, and you would go to a place where you can see that and a smoke shop in a mall where they go in and buy it and they come out and they light right up. If they can now, I don't even know. I never probably, you can, if you're, if you're stuck, you will go and find that so that you can enjoy it. So sometimes there's a merriment of ghosts around those places. The trouble is, tough topic, may have to cover it another time, ghost attachments. 
And that's a whole new story when you have a ghost that's so addicted as you are to your poison, they will attach to you. I'm only going to address cigarettes. I'm not going to address things that everybody can be addicted to. Um, right? Isn't that the right thing to do? Okay, Nancy, right? <laughs> Don't tell me you're addicted to pizza. <laughs> I can imagine people get addicted to pizza. I don't know. But I know that smoking is an addiction and it's unfortunate. It's a disease just like alcohol. And you get into it, but there are people who love it desperately. And George Goebel, I loved him. Uh, martini and a cigar every day, and he lived 101. I think it was 100, 101. Uh, is it I think he was in um, Oh God. Am I oh. getting the name right? Yeah. Let me, if in the chat room, if I'm wrong, tell me who it is. And yet, most, uh, hi, everybody. Um, not everybody dies from smoking. But that intense enjoyment, he only had one cigar a day, but when did he cut down to one? And good, God bless him, he never got cancer, right? So uh, there's different degrees. I do not think he is stuck here, Mr. George, because of that, because I think he did it for enjoyment, was not addiction. Um, and I'm sympathetic to anybody who has addiction, even food addiction. Um, and I'm very sympathetic to people being born with the genetics being heavier or thinner. Um, my mother's uh, mother was the American Indian side and her older sister, who I look like and look like Grandma, Grandma Blanche, she and I both had breast cancer and, and Graves' disease and other problems. And can't tell me that's not hereditary. It is. So hereditary to body shape. I'm very, very sensitive. I'm very sensitive and caring to those of you who say I'm addicted to sugar. Uh, excuse me, coffee here. Of course, it's not very strong. My daughter says, you hang, you get one bean, you hold her over hot water and cream and sugar. I don't know about that. But there's our love. Does that make us addicted? Uh, is that going to keep us here? So kind of look at your world. But this is who we're talking about, those who are, have these issues. No criticism, everybody, because it's just life's so hard and you find something you like and it's hard to be told you can't do anymore. So I want to... Um, want you to address those kinds of things. So first off, let's back up a minute. Security cameras to pick up the ghosts and activity. Absolutely, you can. Uh, are they all ghosts? No, they're not. How about the grandma that comes and visits the little baby? And baby goes waving like this. Is that a ghost? Absolutely not. If if the ghost is stuck and doesn't see the child, the child will still go, you know, like there's many videos on YouTube or Instagram of, of dogs running across the floor. You know they're not ghosts. I'm not positive. I won't say it absolute, but I'd be really hard find hard pressed to find a ghost dog. They're spirit dogs. Okay. Um, <laughs> okay. This is one. Uh, so you're in a house and you're in noise going on and on and on, on like I talked before. Uh, we talked about this earlier, but I put it in a different context. Are you losing your mind? No, you're not going crazy. So when you have things going on in your world. And someone says it's your imagination. Uh, please don't believe them. You got something going on. It's either your house or you have a spirit visiting you. And spirit neighbors can come over. Or if you have a ghost that's stuck, poor thing. Poor thing. I have a cushion with a blanket and it keeps getting stuck here. Um, I keep rolling off my chair. <laughs> um, I would like you to think about the hardest time in your life. 
How did you get through it? One breath at a time, one step at a time, one day at a time. That's all we could do. There's some people that became ghosts and they got stuck in that loop and they couldn't get out because of all kinds of terrible things in their life. But you're not. If you can think it, you aren't. But you got to go to a place of saying, there's something going on in here. I must be losing my mind. Call my mom up. Call the doctors up. There's ghosts. There's things going on. I'm scared. I'm going to get the ghost investigators out. I'm going, please, will you stop that? It's just a human being that had a harder time in life than you did. And what your job is, if you are able to talk to it, discuss things with it, is to get it healthy again to leave you alone. You're not losing your mind. Get over it. You know, beware. These are human beings without the flesh on them. And as hard a time as you've had in your life, hard times. I had cancer, everybody. Then I went through divorce. Then I had a career change. I've had some health issues that kind of like twirl my head around. Is it because I'm psychic? Am I overworked? No, genetics. Seems like everything I had, this aunt had too, which is bizarre. I mean, genetics, don't tell me it's not genetics. Well, I'm exactly look like her in a habit. But that doesn't make me a ghost. That doesn't make me stuck. Makes me a fighter and i tell you i get i get I, this cushion i'm going i'm not going to sit on it next time i'm actually falling off this chair everybody I so you're not losing down. your mind mine's huh? sinking down well i, I, I know it down. well oh, it's yeah. a silky let me interject real quick about the dog the dog is a uh, rat terrier and he has rash issues so he's very vocal when i go out and i come mm -hmm. home he yells at me mm -hmm. and like because yeah, i, I have can to, hear I have to lock my, my female up. When I go out there to check on him, he'll run over to her cage and, and scream at me and, and, and howl like that, too, to let her out. Okay, i got to keep going, everybody, here. Let me finish this. i got to finish this topic. Tonight. Okay, you're not losing nine. Then you say, okay, I, I get it. I get it. There is somebody in my house. And so I want you to remember this. You are curious. I want you to think that. I'm a curious person. I live in a world with amazing, wonderful things going on. There is a human being in my house without the flesh, flesh, and they're stuck. So curiosity. Wow, you're giving the best proof in the whole world. What other proof do you need that we survive death than have ghosts in your house? You have to deal with. This is a human being. You got to treat it like a human being. All kinds of curiosity. And then I want you to go in with either sympathy or compassion. I want you to feel. I want you to go into the space, the room. Kind of hard to go in the attic or in the basement. I know that Exorcist movie comes up. I know it does. <laughs> Get over it. This is a stuck human being. And I want you to go to a place where there are, and I want you to just bellow out compassion. I am so sorry that you're here. Feel it. Make your energy. Cry a little bit. Sympathy, sympathy. You'll get them atten their attention because they're cold as in not, uh, they're, they're not cold. <laughs> They're in a sterile environment. You come in here with all this emotion, and what they'll do is they'll rev it against it. <gasps> What's going on here? Oh, I know that feeling. You're making to remember compassion. Sympathy. I'm so sorry. So the idea that ghosts and spirits can suck the life out of you, like you'll go in all hot, hot, excuse me, summertime, of course, you're hot. But you want to find somebody and the spirit comes in, all of a sudden the temperature falls down? Yes, they do do that. There's a fine line and a balance between the ghost doing that to you 
and backing off quickly because they go, oh, wait a minute. So you want to look for reaction. Once you get the reaction of that ghost, then I want you to continue talking. Hello, would you like to talk to me? If you have equipment, there's a something I heard from Char or, or TV somewhere. Never investigate your own house. You may not like what you get. You know why? Because you're not doing it the way I'm telling you to do it. Is there a ghost in my house? Am I going to have to put my thing up here? I'm going to get mad at you so you talk to me. Well, you're going to have to live there, honey. Don't do that. <laughs> what you want to do is have conversation with that person in your house. And I suspect a lot of people moved into apartments or houses. And they so this would be a first thing. Compassion, love, reaction. They're going to want to know who you are if they can see you. A lot of times if they can't see you and they're stuck in their environment, then you want to continue to talk to them because that cold spot, hello, I'm so sorry you're stuck. Hello, are you okay? I want you to feed that to that person because eventually that will wake that person up. But you, if you don't, what, what, what harm are they actually causing you? They eventually will wake up. Centuries, like in Europe, can't answer that. But my experience, from what I know from the people I trust, they do wake up. When I can feel that happening, then I have to say, because I have, well, I have, uh, lots of times. And the way I did it is I actually talked to them and say, how long have you been here? What year do you think it is? Do you know your family is suffering too? And you make them understand. Remember, you talk to spirit. Don't write a letter and blah, 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 blah. You say very simple words. I am sorry. I love you. It's a relative. And this family had this relative in her, their house. And she was still wrapped up in the sheet that they wrapped her up. She'd actually died in the room and they put this sheet around her. And she was standing there when the sheet wrapped around her like a mummy. And I looked at her and I was just giving her all this emotion, all this, and, and she didn't quite Spanish speaking. And I just enveloped her. And so the son was telling her what I was saying, but I was mm -hmm. making simple vocabulary sentences, words, just two or three words at a time. Then I would pause to see if I could get a reaction. Then this woman showed up in the wall. <laughs> And I says, okay, she looks like this and this. And the son said, oh, that's grandma, so-and-so, whatever, auntie or whatever. So I, then I had a name. And I says, her name. And this, and this ghost who was stuck went, the head was moving as though, oh, wait a minute, I know that name. So eventually they came, the, the portal came down. It was in the wall. They don't know it's a wall. And it came together and all she was gone. But it took a good half hour. But that's very rare. And most people want it done in 10 minutes, right? And most of the time, mm -hmm. if I help somebody, they will do it for weeks because sometimes they don't wake up right away, especially if you're moving into something 100 years or 200, whatever, or Europe when there's three 500-year-old houses. Um, so intent is a how, if, if a stranger came to your house, how to interact with the person who thinks he should be there. So this woman, I've told this, no, maybe I haven't hit on this station. So a woman calls me and she says, there's a, a man, my daughter said there's a man in the bedroom really okay so i talked to the mom and she talked to the daughter and and when they get ready to go to bed the mom will leave and the man will come in through the closet what are you doing there you wouldn't let a man come into your house and so this little girl and i did go to the house you know i love to well this is about 15 20 years ago so if you're watching keep in touch with me she's probably grown up to be a 
a world leader, this little girl. <laughs> you know, one of those bedrooms that you get the, the design and have the lace hanging from the walls and the cover around the bed. It was just like, just darling. And I talked to the little girl and I said, How, tell me about your room. Do you love it? Oh, I love my bedroom. It's so pretty. And she was just darling, nine-year-old, little skinny little thing. And I said, if someone came in the front door and stood at the door and tried to come into your room, what would you do? I would scream, they don't want a man in my bedroom. Well, why you let this guy in? It never occurred to her. I says, if you wouldn't let someone off the street come in here, why are you letting this spirit man? He doesn't deserve to be here. Or ghost man. Because he was continued doing it. So he must have been part of the land, which can happen. I did not address um, pioneers or Indians or prior civilizations. <laughs> We're talking immediate. And I told the mom, I told the little girl, I says, tonight when he comes in, I want you to jump on your bed. I want you to make a lot of noise. I want you to wave your arms. And I want you just to yell at the man he is not invited. Scared the patiges out of him. She did. He went away. He was not invited. Just like if a man came in the house, you would, or a person came in the house, because it could be a woman, and you look at this sucker and go, hey, you get out of my space. Remember I told you, if a spare person is bothering you, or a ghost rather, you put up your hands. No, you put the energy out there. You are in control. So the little girl did that. Scared the TV out of this guy, I think. <laughs> he never came back. She won her battle. This little nine-year-old sitting on her bed looking at the closet. Take charge of your life, everybody. You are in charge, not the ghost. Spirit people, different story, different degrees of ghosts. Yes, there are injuries, there are people, poltergeists, there's all kinds of stuff. I'm talking about a stuck person, an innocent, stuck because of their own stuff. <laughs> Just like someone coming off the street. Let me see if I have any more notes. Uh, Oh, last sentence, um, ghost person, even aware you are there in the same house, not necessarily, absolutely not. Can you be amused by the ghost living in your house? Absolutely. My husband's absolutely amazed. What better proof than to have that? And he's an older man, and he, he says to me, I can't believe we have a ghost in our house <laughs> of all people, you. We have this husband and wife living here. I says, isn't that great? <laughs> and he got it. Now he's amused. What better proof of life, everybody? Mm -hmm. um, yes, and that's another story for another night of spirits. And the Grass Valley house I talked to you about, uh, they had a cat, but they also had an A-frame house. And it was two levels, and they opened up the ceiling. Well, guess what? The couple upstairs had their bedroom there, and you could at night still hear them walking. So the spirit couple live there still. They may not even see the people that took the floor out. That happened with Shar. He was doing an investigation, and they went to this Shar. Tell me where this was. Anyway, a bridge nearby, and the ghost woman was walking on the floor above them or nearby. Mm -hmm. And what was the story on that one? I can't remember. It was a building there or something uh, yeah, where she was walking. Remember, remember me telling yeah, you about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. There's been so many. So ghosts can be <laughs> hundreds of them over the years. Yeah, she was doing an investigation. Nancy called me up. Nancy, are you available? I go, sure, sure. <laughs> Turn your brain on, Nancy. So I was describing this woman, and the bridge was nearby, and there was other buildings there at one time. So she's oh, living still. Yeah, Downeyville. Downeyville? Downeyville and the yeah. spirit woman was still living in her era on the, in the complex that she was that they had then torn down. 
but you it was on the night you were doing investigation you didn't know that she had char had to go back and research and find out and that was so the at one the time the people where thought, that's it. she had been hung in that what? town she'd been the only first woman hung in california and when you stood on the bridge and granted there was a rushing river below but at times when you stood on the bridge it would vibrate for no reason uh-huh. and the only thing i could think of was that maybe she was you know was her swinging from the the bottom of the bridge and you were feeling the it's very possible well i saw her walking as i remember oh, she's so it could be she's living out two or three yeah. days yeah yeah pardon yeah. me yeah yeah or she's she walking, was walking that night I... of her. yeah walking yeah 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 it was creepy um a lot of stories shara and i and, and other things i mean there's so many stories how do you share them all yeah but they're good all really good examples on on what's possible and the excitement i no longer get afraid i get mm-hmm. excited I'm like oh another story and it was like uh, the night we did readings with people in the audience mm-hmm. and i saw this one house i think it was pennsylvania i've never traveled that part of the world I, yes i do know there's mines did how would i know this kid lived so i saw the house and a row of men in spirit they know ahead of time that i'm going to talk to them. they want to be acknowledged and then he said i said oh a row of spirit man outside the house and uh rear right side he says oh there was a mine collapse on that side over there and a lot of men died well they showed up to be recognized like ooh, and i and i go I'm never really afraid because remember I'm going to see it. Or I'm not going to see. It, I'm going to say what I see, right? So I saw and I went, "Wow." Do I? Oh, I have to say it because that's what I'm seeing. Mm-hmm. And it was amazing to me that we are living in a world. These are spirit people, not necessarily stuck. They just want to be acknowledged. And it's like, wow, another situation, another example of life. Like these men want to be remembered. Mm-hmm. And a lot of times, spirit people come around because they say. Please call my name out once in a while. Just remember, I'm part of the family. Okay, Aunt Hazel, Grandma Blanche, you know, mm-hmm. I know you're here and you're okay unless you've come back and I don't know that. But they want to be acknowledged. That's why a lot of times people show up. Well, that's the end of this segment for Ghost, okay? <laughs> I hope you learned something from me tonight and you had fun. All absolutely, right? Absolutely. Char, any other story? No. Just got entertained by you, the dog, everything happened at once tonight. It was nice. <laughs> well, I couldn't tell his scratching or he was in no, distress. No, he's scratching. Thought, oh, he's very vocal about it. Uh, remember, oh. Reese will tell you he's very vocal about everything he does. So it's like, I have a cat that's very vocal. Yeah. I'm surprised he's so quiet tonight. You know, it's just like, wow. Hey, guys, Monday, check this out. I've been wanting to do a story about the Philadelphia experiment for, God, 15 years since I've been yeah. doing the show. I finally get to do one. And so Dr. Bruce Goldberg is going to be on with us Monday talking about the Philadelphia experiment. Now, for people that don't know what this was, the U.S. Navy, now it's it's a rumor. There's nothing proved by it. My father told me the stories that he claims he had spoken with a couple of the sailors that were on the Eldridge. Because my dad was in the Coast Guard during World War II. So I guess they they, they were in a saloon somewhere talking, you know, sailors talking back and forth. And my dad told me stories of what these guys said about the, the ship, um, you know, uh, being transported from one port to another and how the guys had had, had, had rematerialized in the bulkheads and all this all this went on. And so I've always tried to research the story. And I've like I said, I've been, most of the people that were involved with that are dead now, you know, the, the ones that were the main witnesses. Oh, yeah. so, or two. 
yeah, yeah. It's taken me this long to find somebody that will talk about that that will, that, that that know about it. So I'm excited about Monday Night Show to talk with. Do- oh, with that's gonna be fun. I'm gonna be really there. Excited. And of course, Sunday I'll be back here reading, reading our wonderful cheery Christmas book. <laughs> Someone <laughs> just corrected me. It was George Burns, everybody that had cigar and Mark and the night. Sorry, George Burns. Yeah, I knew it was close. <laughs> So thank you, Marissa. Sunday, I'll be back uh, reading. And then, of course, Monday, Dr. Bruce Goldberg. We got a great uh, line of shows lined up next week already, too. Everybody's confirmed and ready to rock and roll. But anyway, I'm glad everybody came tonight. I know it's Friday night to start, it's the main start of the holidays. And the quick announcement is that Marissa and I are going to be doing the tour of lights like we did last year. And I learned a lot of lessons doing them last year. So we're going to be broadcasting from StreamYard to do the tour of lights. Which means... And where are you going well, to go, hon? The fabulous 40s here in Sacramento. Okay, you need to say that because all I heard was string of lights. I don't know yeah. what that meant. So fabulous 40s, the houses are all from the 1940s. Well, actually, the houses are all... Yeah, they're, they're, they're older homes. Older Re- Reagan homes. lived on that. Com- yeah, Ronald Reagan. was governor, lived he lived there. on yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So it's, it's, it's an older area. And they, they, they just totally decorate the nines. And last year we did this on Facebook, and I have audio issues with Facebook on my phone. But this year I can do it via StreamYard, where we don't have audio issues, you know, with with the mic on the phone. So I'll do it via StreamYard, and we'll be out. We'll be on YouTube and with a laptop on the phone. Do it with a laptop. Um, no. I mean, I um, not laptop. Oh, you can do it on your phone. For some reason, my iPhone and Facebook don't get along with the mics, and it does. And the same thing with. Um, YouTube, I, it won't work good with YouTube either. Whatever system they use, so I have to either have a, I either have to have a regular mic on, or forget it. It just doesn't work. It works with TikTok. Who knows? So not, like, if I do it, if I do it through Streamyard, there's not a problem. The Streamyard oh, controls mm-hmm. the audio, so that's what I'm going to be doing. I've so heard that. We, you told me that yeah, before. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we will go out, but and we'll be doing it live on YouTube and Facebook. It won't be this weekend, obviously, because it's raining. Probably be next weekend, but we're going to be doing that. So be on the lookout for that. Of course, it'll be a, a night show, maybe on a Saturday night around seven, something like that, to be out with those sport. But that's other than that, I'm going to really, let you guys, yeah, good. yeah, I'm going to let you guys go for the uh, have a good couple of days, and I'll see you guys on Sunday, and I'll put Nancy's information out there. Here we go. Do do do. Ah, here we go. There we go. <laughs> Websites nancymats.com. All lowercase, nancymatsauthor.com with the N, M, and A capped. And you've got youtube.com forward slash nancymatspsychic. Okay, help. Get me out of this funk by Nancy Mats. Two Worlds, Developing Your Psychic Skills by Nancy Mats. And The Unwilling Sacrifice by Nancy Matt. <laughs> and you can get those at Amazon, of course. Okay. And I forgot. If you like the show, share it with five people. If you hated the show, share it with five of your enemies. 
or equal opportunity here. Unless you're a troll, don't share it. You know, don't bug me. Um, <laughs> and again, if you're if you're watching from Facebook and you like what you see, please hit that follow button and put in, in the like button. We're looking for likes, right? And a thumbs and, up, everybody. Yeah, thumbs up. And if you're on YouTube and you like what you see, please please click on that little ghost in the bottom right hand corner. That will subscribe to all our videos. And please hit that thumbs up as well. Anyway, have a good weekend, you guys. I will see you on Sunday. Good night. Have a nice weekend.